0: The Holy Gospel from John, the third chapter. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people love darkness rather than light, Because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. Here ends the reading of the Gospel. If you are in the practice of fasting from something during Lent, giving something up like sweets or Facebook or television, you may be interested to know that there was a debate going on recently on the ELCA clergy Facebook page regarding what to do about Sundays and fasting during Lent. There are two schools of thought. One is that if you have decided on a Lenten fast, then you need to fast from that thing every single day during the season. The second thought is that you don't have to fast on Sundays, because every Sunday is a celebration of the resurrection. Every Sunday is a little Easter, if you will, and so fasting is not expected. So on Sundays, you can take a break from your fast And indulge. So the clergy didn't settle the debate, but personally, I like the second understanding better because there's more grace. Grace in the form of a Sabbath each week to put aside our discipline and fasting and just celebrate what God has done for us. And that's what I'd like us to do today on this Sabbath. To put our Lenten disciplines aside and simply celebrate the gift of God's grace. I was pointed that way, of grace, in our lesson today from Ephesians. I mean, this passage just oozes grace. For by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not your own doing, but it is a gift from God. Not the result of work, so that no one may boast. Grace is a gift from God. Our Lenten small groups have been discussing grace defined this way, as God's unmerited favor, as something that we are freely offered. Grace can't be earned. We can only receive it with our open, empty hands. You see, grace comes even when we fudge on our fast from chocolate. Grace comes even when we are less than our best selves. Grace comes even in the midst of our brokenness. And we are painfully aware that the only thing we can bring to God are our open, empty hands. Jesuit priest. Gregory Boyle tells a story in his book, Tattoos on the Heart, about when he was a newly ordained priest in the mid-1980s, and he was sent to work in the South American country of Bolivia for one year. Well, early on in his time there, he was asked if he would be willing to travel up into the mountains to a remote area to say mass for a little village there a village that hadn't seen a priest in 10 years. So, of course, Father Boyle was glad to go. And so one Sunday afternoon, they arranged a ride for him in the back of a pickup truck, and they went up, 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 up into the hills till they got to this remote place. And the locals had selected a recently harvested field as the place where they would invite all from around the area to gather They even put a makeshift altar right in the middle of it. There was a problem, however. See, Father Boyle had forgotten to bring a copy of the liturgy in Spanish. He says that at that point, early in his ministry, he would not have been able to wing a mass in English, much less in Spanish. Well, meanwhile, hundreds of people are coming from everywhere to come and worship at the Mass. So Father Boyle sweats his way through the opening liturgy, but when it comes time for the communion liturgy, he says that his mind just went blank. And so he was trying to remember Spanish scripture verses that he had memorized, and he's trying to string those together But whenever words would fail him, he said he would just lift up the bread and the wine, which he had to do a lot in the midst of the mass. He writes that he could not have imagined a mass going worse. Well, when the dismal display was finally over, Father Boyle said he felt spent and humiliated. And just as he was trying to pull himself together, an elderly local woman was brought to him by a health care worker. The woman had not been to confession in 10 years, and she would like to do her confession now. And the woman proceeded to unload thirty or 10 years worth of sins in a language he didn't understand. And she went on for 30 minutes. Well, when she finally finishes, Father Boyle pantomimes some penance and offers an absolution. And When he's finally turning to go, Father Boyle notices that the field where they had gathered for the Mass is empty. Everyone is gone, including his ride back down into town. Well, Father Boyle describes the moment this way. I am alone at the top of the mountain, stuck not only without a ride, but stuck in stultifying humiliation. I am convinced that a worse priest has never visited this place or walked the earth. With my backpack snug on my shoulder and my spirit deflated, I begin to make the long walk down the mountain and back to town. Perhaps we all could write a script of a similar moment or moments in our own lives. Times when we felt stuck in deflated spirits and stultifying humiliation. Maybe it was a moment in your professional life or in your role as spouse or parent or friend Time when you felt the sting of failure and you wondered if anyone could ever love you again. When you felt dead in your trespasses and sins, as our reading from Ephesians says, you wonder if this moment will forever define you. Enter grace. Through grace God does not allow your story to end in that moment. With grace, with God there is always a chance for a new beginning. That moment does not define you because you have been saved by grace. And it's not your own doing or undoing, but is a gift from God. Well, Father Boyle's story doesn't end there either. Just as he starts to walk down the mountain, he sees coming toward him an ancient local farmer, and this guy is wearing wool pants with a rope around his waist for a belt, and his shirt is frayed at the collar, and his suit coat is coarse and worn, and his feet are are caked in Bolivian mud and his face and body are weathered from years of hard work and poverty. The man approaches the priest, and he says in Spanish, Thank you for coming, Father. And then he reaches into his suit coat pocket, and he pulls out two handfuls of colorful rose petals. And he motions for Father Boyle to bend over, and he sprinkles the rose petals on the priest's head in a wonderful gesture of blessing. And the man reaches back into his pockets, and he pulls out more fistfuls, and more sprinkling, and more fistfuls. He seems to have an infinite supply of rose petals And there is nothing that Father Boyle can do except receive this tender gesture in the face of his failure. Receive this grace even as his tears fall to the ground. For by grace you have been saved. And this is not your own doing. It is a gift from God. Well, when I read that story, I wondered if it was Jesus, disguised as an old farmer, who met Father Boyle that day. Jesus reminding the young priest that he was more than his worst moment, and that grace-sprinkled rose petals were freely given, even when he felt like a failure. Well, as we take a break from our Lenten discipline on this little Easter, where is Jesus showing up with rose petals of grace in your life? The boss who gives you a second chance? The spouse or child who forgive and quickly move on from your hurtful actions? the friend who continues to reach out in spite of your shortcomings. Can you see that those moments of grace are an extension of the grace God has for you? For by grace you have been saved, and this is not your own doing, but it is a gift from God. So, as you make your way through this week, watch for those unlikely characters who come bearing rose petals of grace because they just might be Jesus in disguise. Amen.